What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. Alcohol is one of those things that you could easily overlook and you cannot even track for the most part if you're on a fat loss journey and you may feel like alcohol is a part of who you are. Alcohol is a part of your lifestyle. Alcohol is something you will never give up. But I think an important thing to do when you're on a fitness journey is just to have a solid understanding on the effects alcohol has on your body. And the thing is, alcohol can have a bigger effect on your body than you think. And what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about how alcohol impacts your fat loss goals and your fitness goals, also building muscle too, and how it's going to affect your mindset overall. And I want to give you a little bit of a bonus. I want to talk about how to manage it properly, because I think that's important as well, because there are some people and some individuals that alcohol is just a part of your lifestyle. For example, I have a couple of clients that I work with who do a lot of traveling for work. And one of the things that they pretty much have to do is they have to have drinks a lot of the times with their clients. And it's like, okay, cool. If that is a part of your lifestyle, then what we have to do is figure out a game plan to make sure we could fit alcohol around your life, not your life around fitness. That's what I always like to say. Never set up a fitness plan where it's now I'm fitting my life around my fitness goals, not my fitness goals around my life. And what I mean by that is you want to make sure you have some type of plan that actually blends with your lifestyle. So for example, when I first got started in fitness, one of the things that was hot and trending, which I guess it still is now, is keto. And so I remember doing keto diet and being like, man, this I guess this works, but I really like eating bread. I like going out to dinner and having bread before my meal comes in. That's just what one thing I like to do. When I go on a date with my wife and we go to a nice restaurant and they bring out the bread, I want to eat the bread. When I am craving a cheat meal, I like to have a burger, not a bunless burger. Like when I'm having a cheat meal, I'm going to have a cheat meal with the burger. And so for me, I love eating bread. And if you're someone who loves eating bread, why would you give that up in your fitness goals? I also enjoy eating breakfast. So why would I do intermittent fasting and only eat four hours a day if I enjoy to eat breakfast? And so it, it comes down to the same thing with your alcohol consumption. Okay, let's be realistic. Let's look in the mirror and ask yourself, how realistic is cutting this out of my life right now? If it's something you feel like there's absolutely no way you can do it, then you're going to have to figure out a way to fit it in. If it is something that you can cut out, then all right, let's see how it can affect our fitness goals when we cut it out. For me personally, I probably have, I would say, maybe one alcoholic beverage per month. So very, very minimal. And that is only on the very special occasions. So for example, maybe my wife and I went on a date to celebrate something. Maybe I had a glass of wine here or there. But honestly, I don't even know if I have one drink per month. I'm just putting that as an average. I don't remember the last time I've actually had a drink where I'm sitting at a restaurant. So for me, alcohol is something that is pretty minimal in my life. But I know other people are different. And one drink really isn't going to kill you. And I want to break down the calories between different drinks. 
an eight ounce margarita, which is what most people get, is anywhere from, let's say, 300 to 500 calories at any given time. One shot of vodka or whatever your drink of choice is, just the shot itself without the mix-ins or sugar or anything like that, is around 100 calories. But I think the biggest calorie knock that I would say with alcohol is not necessarily in the alcohol itself. And I could sit here and break down the different calories of different margaritas and different beers and wines, etc. But here's the problem. If you only have one shot that's 100 calories, you'll probably be fine. I don't know very many people that just have one shot. I don't know very many people that just have one margarita at a time. Most people have multiple drinks when they're drinking. So let's say you have three margaritas in one night. So you have three margaritas, and those margaritas are anywhere from 300 to 500 calories. Let's use the 400 number. That's right in the middle. That's 1,200 calories right there just off of the three margaritas. Now maybe you're like, but Trent, I'm really good with my discipline when I drink alcohol, and I only have one margarita. Is that going to kill me? Absolutely not. But here's the thing. If if you're someone who struggles with self-control with your nutrition, the odds are when you drink alcohol – your level of self-control significantly drops, significantly. So if you're someone who struggles with candy, with chips, with bread, with pasta, et cetera, with overeating, what ha- what's going to happen is when you drink alcohol, you're going to lose the self-control you normally have. And then you're going to overconsume extra calories on top of the alcohol you're already having. The problem with alcohol isn't always the alcohol itself in an isolated fashion. But it's what comes along with the alcohol. So you're having drinks, but also with the drinks, you're having more chips than you normally do. You're having wings that you normally don't eat. You're having pizza that you normally don't eat. You're having ice cream that you normally don't eat. And so now you're having a combination of extra calories from alcohol on top of extra calories of food that you normally don't eat. Or maybe you just eat a less amount of. This is where the big problem lies. And so you have to be able to understand your level of discipline, your level of self-control, and all of the different aspects that alcohol is going to affect you. Not only does it have an effect on your calories, but it's also going to have an impact on your ability to get good quality sleep. If you have two drinks, your REM sleep, which is your deep sleep where your body really recovers, goes from two and a half hours on average to one and a half hours. That's just off of two drinks. So you lose a whole hour of REM sleep, which actually definitely impacts your ability to get good rest. If you have four drinks, it's going to take your REM sleep down to 30 minutes. 30 minutes of REM sleep. That is really low. So now we just lost two full hours of deep REM sleep. You will get less than two minutes of total REM sleep if you have six or more drinks. This is one of the reasons why when you're super hungover, you wake up in the morning, you don't feel like going to the gym, you don't feel like doing anything, you just feel like sitting on the couch and watching TV. Six or more drinks leads to less than two minutes of REM sleep. That's crazy. So you can kiss your recovery, you can kiss your um, rest goodbye if you're having six or more drinks, right? That's a lot, which will make it even harder for you to build muscle, lose body fat, and perform at your absolute best. So not only... Is your night impacted, but your next day is impacted as well?
Alcohol also is going to cause excess dehydration. And guess what? Your muscles are made up of 70% water. So what do you think your brain does? What do you think your body does when you're feeling extra dehydrated? It doesn't pull water from the places you would like it to pull, like your midsection and you know your, your brain and your heart and the places that your body really, really, really needs water. Your body pulls the water when you're super dehydrated from what? Your muscles. Your muscles, yo, your muscles. So now when you're really dehydrated and you have alcohol, you're going to be real flat. Good luck getting a good workout in the next day. And you've probably experienced this before, right? The day after drinking, it's real difficult to get a good workout in. So one of the things that I like to recommend is if you do go out for drinks, I do recommend you taking a rest day the next day. I don't recommend going and lifting weights. It's going to be really difficult. And your odds of hitting PRs or having a high-quality training session the next day are going to be really low. So do your best to set up a rest day on the next day. Or don't work out in the morning. All right, At least give yourself a little bit of time to rehydrate your body. Get some electrolytes in in the morning. That way you can be fully fueled when you go hit your workout. Alcohol can also disrupt what's called protein synthesis. So you won't be able to build as much muscle if you are constantly drinking. So this is someone who has multiple drinks per night. Maybe you get off work, you have a shot of tequila, whatever it is that you like to do. So if you're drinking regularly, even at a low amount, it's going to make it more difficult for you to build muscle because alcohol disrupts what's called protein synthesis. So your muscle's ability to convert protein into like actual muscle and utilize the protein you're eating. So you may be eating your one gram of protein per pound of your goal body weight or the right amount of protein for your goals, but you're drinking alcohol. So your body's not able to synthesize the protein the way that it needs to. So what do you do? What do you do if alcohol is a part of your lifestyle? Alcohol is something you actually enjoy drinking, but you know it has a significant impact on your physique, on your body, on your goals. What I think you do is I think you be realistic for where you're at. So this is what this would look like. Let's say right now you're drinking anywhere from five plus drinks per week. And so my recommendation is, first off, integrity is really important. So I don't think anyone should really go from, unless you're very committed. I don't think you need to go from five drinks per week to zero. Go from five to three, right? Like drop it a little bit. If you're currently drinking three drinks per week and you're wanting to cut back on it, go from three to one. Figure out what you got to do to make this cut back. Maybe you like to drink on the weekends, okay? Maybe instead of having four to five drinks on a Friday night, you now have one or two. Cool. And I think that magic number for most people, I would say one to two a week is a solid number that you can shoot for and still like see really good results. Yes, you could drink more than that and still see results, but it it's going to be slowed down. And so there's a couple perspectives you have to take on this. Number one is if you're not willing to cut down on your alcohol consumption, cool. You just have to understand that this is going to slow your fitness progress down. That's just the truth. It's just going to slow it down. There's really no way around it. It's going to slow your progress down compared to if you were not to have any drinks at all. The second thing is cutting it back. Maybe you cut it back for a season. Maybe you cut it back entirely or go 30 days without having it and see how your body responds. See what goes on there. So there really isn't 
a perfect number for you. I think the perfect number is as least as possible. That is my perfect number. Drink as least as possible because there's no way around it impacting your body, but you can see results with it. You just have to understand that it's going to have some type of impact on your body. And that's why I think this conversation is really important because most people don't know the impact on it. And I think the biggest impact from alcohol is not necessarily on the alcohol directly, but it's actually on the outside effects alcohol has on your body. So the effects of not getting enough sleep, the effects of waking up the next day and not being able to stay on track of your diet that next day because mentally you're in a fog, you're not able to do your cardio, you're not going to track your food, you're not going to get a good workout in. Also, the effects of typically when people drink, they do not eat healthy foods. I don't know very many people that have multiple margaritas and then they're going out and eating chicken and broccoli in the same city. That doesn't happen. Okay, so it's the things that come with the alcohol. If you're able to manage it properly, you should be all right. If not, cut it back as much as you can, all right? So I hope you got some value from today. If you did, let me know. My homework for you is do a self-assessment. What What is your weekly alcohol consumption? How can you adjust it? Do you even need to adjust it at all? Do that, test it out, see how it works for you, and then report back, all right? Have the best day of your entire life, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.